Welcome, everybody. You are in the second episode of Podigal Sons Podcast. All right. Well, I don't know who you've been listening to, but we got you in the right place. Yes, you are in the right space to get a little taste of everything that is sweet. <laughs> Pull up your feet and uh, that, that's it. That's that's the intro. <laughs> that's great. It was it's okay. Like, no, that was that was that was okay. a radio audition. That was a radio audition. That was hard. You know, Cameron. Cameron, his radio voice is absolutely oh, amazing. Man. Yeah, Cameron. Our brother, voices. our brother yes. Cameron. He's he's got a baritone. It was a. We're gonna get to him later, mm-hmm. but uh, on SNL they did a skit of all the black uh, people that were mad that they were losing their jobs. Yeah, but I've it seen was that. but it was the Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben, and the Allstate guy who was played by Chappelle. Yeah, and he said in that skit, my my black deep voice soothes white people. It lets them know that they're in good hands, right? So Cameron has a good hands voice. Oh my God, the best hands. Yeah. The the best hands. Yeah. Shout out Cam. We're gonna get you on here soon. Welcome y'all. Welcome to the Podigal Sons podcast. All right, this is our second episode, episode number two. Uh, numero doso. Uh, de, I took de, French in college, or in high school. In high school and college. Uh, hold on, there's more though. Uh, shout out to... Dang, I was about to do the Chinese. He's You know Chinese too? No, the counting. The counting. The counting. Counting in Chinese, which I can't do at the moment because it escapes me. But just know that they have numbers too. And I was going to say it's episode <laughs> two I, I, in those listen, languages. This is why you're here to this podcast. Lance just told you if you didn't know, people in China also have numbers. It's hot, hot off the presses. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Sometimes th- these takes are just sometimes too hot to handle, you know? Oven mitts. Yes. Needed. Um, speaking of takes, uh, our inner circle, we had a lot of feedback for our Podical Sons on Politics podcast, or right. as you put on Facebook, inaugural I'm podcast. Um, so everyone was, you know, they had questions about to, for Justin. They had questions for me. Um, one of my friends said, I don't know what I would do if one of my childhood friends voted for Trump, which I was like, it's just like, yeah, I mean, this is kind of where we are. But coming off of that wave, and I was kind of upset because it just was not funny at all. And I want this to be a little bit funny. We have officially deemed ourselves a entertainment news podcast. <laughs> at the beginning of these things, they like to put you in a box. Obviously, we guys know that you know there's half the half the best sports podcasts are are really comedy podcasts mm-hmm. and like vice versa and things yeah, like no. that. They're all, there's all blending, but you yeah. got to have a lane and stick to it. Cause you got to get to the top of some charts. So for us, entertainment news is what the Newman brothers are all about. That's we are going we... to climb yes. those charts with takes. Each, each take will be a spiked hook in the glacier. That is Ooh. entertainment news. Do you understand Ooh. what I'm saying? We about to climb up there. Y'all look out. And if you on the way, if you like, have you seen free solo? Is that the one where his like arm got stuck in a? No, that's twenty seven hours, one hundred twenty seven hours. That was with James Franco. I haven't seen that either. Free Solo, I haven't seen that either. But Free Solo is about a guy who uh, free climbs rocks, like no harness, no anything, and like obviously it's a hundred percent. Like they talk about like at an athletic feat, LeBron James misses X amount of free throws. You know, whenever he's at the line, I don't. He really doesn't even clean those up, but like. For this guy, there is no missing a free throw. Like mm-hmm. every little hook, he because he's hand like crawling up. I would like to think of us coming from the mud, like literally like f- 
freestyle climbing this entertainment charts because like we're like this is like, like no equipment even though we had to like you know, that's we, dangerous but we also had a we also have quite a bit of equipment uh, we have new mics uh we yeah have, man uh, we have a mixer we're trying to be more professional um turn me up dj i have yeah he, he I, the reason i brought up our last podcast and justin is because election week is officially over yeah man we <laughs> have announced <laughs> joe biden and kamala harris will be the next President and Vice President, American people have spoken. Bah, bah. The uh, president has spoken a lot as well, uh, a lot of negative things. Um, you know, talking very negatively about Americans specifically. Yeah. But the first topic we want to get to was America after Trump. Okay. And we're getting to America after Trump because this is something we all have to come to terms with now, right? Like, I feel like now is the time to uh, figure out what your role is going to be in the liberation of peoples all mm. across the world, all across the country, all across the gender line, um, able or disabled, like there is a reckoning that people are coming to and they got to figure like out their role. They got to figure out their role. No, I like that. I, I, is that. Is that where you wanted to take it off top? Is just the people it's, I guess, I don't know. It's, it's good to hear. Cause I, I don't know. It's, probably not off to think that we think like that already of like where we are going to be in our legacy and how we're going to be remembered. Mm -hmm. I, I think we were 17 when Lance told me, or I was 17, Lance was 19. And he told me that he was going to get assassinated. Like, <laughs> like that's how he was going to go out. And I was like, Lance, you have some plans. Cause if you, <laughs> if you think that somebody's going to want to take you out Brother, you are going to touch some people, and I was like, and that's all. That was how I internalized it. So <laughs> obviously, we're kind of. It's a role. It's a role that you had to be clear about from jump, and I'm glad that it impacted you in the way that it had, because you also tried to like you understood. Okay, I have a role. Like, how do I want to die? How do I want to be taken I, out? I mean, I I would say I would say we all have our 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 role and like what the thing is that we should be doing and and our call to actually like who we are. Like I was talking to a friend of mine, um, Dwayne Barnell, who is a 40 year old gentleman who's done a lot of stuff in his life. But he was saying, I was in my feelings, texting him back and forth. And he was like, I'm, he said, nigga, I'm still trying to figure out who I am at 40. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you ain't got to have that shit figured out. He said, and, and mm. quit with the imposter, in, imposter syndrome shit. <laughs> right. So like that, so I was, you know, kind of leaning on each other to, to, to kind of fight through this stuff. But, uh, yeah, I feel like, you know, realizing what your purpose is pretty early on, like, I honestly just, not to take it this left right now, but me being interested in white women, and especially my wife, who we had to have a child with, I've always thought that, like, it's going to be my job to blend or to, like, kind of help and heal the color lines, uh, specifically for white people and black people in America, mm -hmm. just because I knew I was black and very proud of being black and, mm -hmm. and, and, and thankful for being born black mm -hmm. and i got this white woman that i that i love and 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 she's she's doing the her, the best she can in her part but i knew that you know i know what it what it means on both sides so mm -hmm. with that and us you know being together for the last like 11 years um it's kind of like i've always kind of been like walking this purpose mm -hmm. like being being trying to like unfortunately just having to be the guy to be in your face about it just because like 
I'm not going to just sit up in my basement and play video games. I'm going to go experience my life. Like, I, mm -hmm. I understand. Well, through living your life, you you define that, right? Like, in yeah, who you fell in love with. Or it's, you can't even control who you fall in love with, right? right. But, but who you fall in love with and who you choose to have children with, right? Right. That is, you are yeah. being the personification of progression, as we would <laughs> hope. And yeah. no, that, I mean, if we want things to meld, right? And come on now, 60, 70 years uh, in the past, that union was not cool. A hundred years oh, in yeah. the past, I mean, you know, that's getting you hung. In. So imagine the people that did it then. So I'm all, right. I'm here for I'm here for all of that. But I'm talking about pol pol like in the after Trump America. Mm -hmm. Speaking of white folks, right? Speaking yeah. of your wife who has a black son, right, and is going to have to raise that black son yeah. in a stark just contrast of reality, right? And there are things you're going to teach him. There are things that she's going to teach him. He will be better for it, right? He'll kind of know both sides even more. But it's like she has to figure out what she's going to do to make sure that he grows up or when he's 17. You know, when Carter's 17, 18, you know, Oh my goodness, Lord knows where he's. Where I was about to say, I don't know if Lance is going to get this take because he's in love with his nephew, rightfully so, and he's like just went to another place. Yeah, I did go to another place, and I'm not going to give the take all the way. But there's there's roles that people have to. Play. So getting right. back getting back on track, there are roles that people have to play in after Trumps. Biden is about to get all the pressure, right? I think interesting to and before we get to Biden, I think mm -hmm. one thing that Trump illuminated to everyone is that everyone has a specific walk that they have to try to accomplish or like, and they have to be on a specific side of history in a very specific way. That is like pretty binary. I know I brought that, brought that up the last podcast, but like, I think everyone is in, is realizing their individual walk. And when Trump was in office, I told, I was like, like God's working like this. He's mm -hmm. here for some yeah. reason. He's going to do something to illuminate, to help to like, force people to grow because as many people that thought they, they 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 liked him because he reminded them of themselves or who they wanted to be in the fantasy world he started to take it even left and more and more left and then people were just like okay let me right. get off this and like at the end of the day i want to say this hate is a stronger emotion than love more black people voted for joe biden and kamala harris than barack obama because more Black people was like, we need to get this guy up out of here. Like, I love Barack. Like we said, Barack Obama got us kind of interested in politics and like interested in possibilities of what possibly could happen in this world. But like, I wasn't trying to be a part of the system. I feel like I got bill collectors coming after me. Like, I, mm -hmm. I don't want to like. Show I feel like jury duty. Like, yeah, I just feel like I was, yeah, I feel like I'm in there. Like, like I just hey, while you're here, you owe that money on that. Oh, speaking but, about that, speaking about that, mm. the day before 2020 hit, mm. Michelle and I was in the DMV in Jersey, like in line, nuts to butts with everybody. It was like the most un-2020 thing you can do on New Year's Eve. Mm. I mean, on, is it New Year's Eve? Yeah, New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 31st. Yeah, so let me mention that for 2020. No, I purposes. mean, I, I get that. And that... <sighs> That comment about you uh, saying what people, damn, I'm high. The, what, the hate love thing? Oh, the hate love thing, man. Look here, man. Look here, man. Spreading love, man. Look. 
You say love is uh, true. I will say you're absolutely factual. That happened. People voted out of disdain or dislike or just wanting this person out. Hate, very much so. I'm sure a, a large section. Uh, and again, like I said in the first podcast, Trump's office and them, they did not account for that. Like, y'all y'all didn't account for how many people you would piss off. Oh, yeah. You know. Absolutely. And maybe if you did, you wasn't really thinking clearly. Like, nobody wanted to. He said it. If I lose to this guy, if I lose to this 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 Joe, he's the worst candidate ever in history. Well, I'm going to have to move out the country. You know, that's what, this is what the guy is saying. Yes. And it's like, okay. Duh, but you pissed off so many people and your last minute Ice Cube, Lil Wayne pickups, uh, your last minute pickups did not do well, did not do enough. He did well with the minority vote, right? He did, we did the, and this is giving conservatives just the 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 pride of Candace Owens just filling their bosom. Mm, it's like they are like so it. excited that that was that many minorities that voted for a Republican candidate that voted for Trump. Stop it. All right, so, y'all, we got four years that Biden's going to be in, in the crib. We got four years of my man being in the crib. Maybe he'll two. Be, he'll be 80, 80 what, one, 82? He turned, he, turned, he turned 87 in November. No, not November, I mean, in October, October. Bless his health. I'll be, yeah. you know, I'll be, live see fine. But, like, I don't think he's going to get that, that second term is what I'm saying. So, like, yeah. what is it that we want for the next four years? Because he's going to, his, his four years is about to be untangling the knot that Trump, like, Put the world. Yeah, I mean that's and that's why I say it's only two because I think he might untangle and then bounce and, and let Kamala, you know, take the the role as president and mm. then run and see if she can get a, get a, a proper term out of it and be be on her own oh, ticket. Oh, they better not right, do that. Y'all better not do that. I'm not voting for a cop. Like, stop it. I'm not uh, voting for a cop. Uh, Businessman, wow. you know, politician. Uh, all y'all got the worst means or thoughts for us in mind, but uh, who's us? The American people. Yeah, I like that. Um, are we done with America's Trump? Yeah, Trump yeah, yeah, America yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't. Fi- pick your role. That's the that's the last. Yeah. Find your role. Play your role. Yeah. Be um, helpful. But like Be I said, uh, no, no, no. Maybe it wasn't eighty-seven. Maybe it was seventy-eight. I think that's what it was. I think Biden just turned seventy-eight. Okay. And I'm bringing that up specifically because over the weekend, actually not over the weekend, it was November 7th was such a great day for everyone. That was when they officially announced uh, Biden and Kamala. And and it was such a special day. Notre Dame beat Clemson. That was wild. Number one oh, team in the country. Oh, I saw that. With Trevor Lawrence with COVID protocol on the sideline with his mask on and off. It was And then... Rest the field. I was no, thinking about you. No, it was a super spreader was, event. So let's talk about it. Let's, it was a super spreader event. What is super spreader, first of all? Because I heard you say it the first time. I was like, it, we see, it was down there not, around no, the kids. So yeah. I was like, is that like an adult bookstore? How like, do you not know what a super spreader event is? Or a super, super spreader event. Yes, for COVID. Oh, for COVID. Okay. Yes. No, see, when you say so, spread, it still has a different con- connotation in my mind. So, I, so when... The students rushed the the field. Yeah, I've seen it. That's oh. But I will say, since we were here to report some sort type of news, all the students at that game were tested for COVID. All those all the students, ex my students, had oh. tickets. The ones that had positive tests had their tickets revoked. Petty. No, it's not petty. Just it just proves that no one in that building had COVID. But you know, somebody's gonna get it. 
because that was crazy. But anyways, so 11-7 felt like such a huge day, such a big special day. It was like a lucky day. Like, you know, 11 and 7 are both lucky numbers. Mm. It was like it felt like a lucky day mm. in 2020. I like it. And people, like, were celebrating. I mean, people obviously were in the streets celebrating uh Trump getting out of office as yeah. well. Like those are Martin. all super, those were all examples of super spreaders, by the way. But anyways, oh, and then I don't know. And then uh, no, so let, me, let me let me let me let me let me hit the segue. Okay, okay. Then the next day hits November eighth, and Alex Trebek loses his battle with pancreatic cancer God. at the age of eighty. God. It was like such a like, nah, bitch, y'all still y'all still in twenty twenty. Don't forget. Man, don't forget. Don't forget. Come out. Don't get happy. Don't think that stuff's sweet. Alex Trebek, of all people. Now, we're a game show family. Uh, we are. Uh, Lance and the rest of my family had the fortune to be on Family Feud. I'm sure you guys saw them. Uh, they still... I used to answer the Jeopardy questions. Keep on. So, our, our stepmother. We was on Family Feud. You yes, our stepmother, Mama C., she put me on Jeopardy, quite frankly, when they moved to South Carolina. Oh, she was like, I watched Jeopardy and tried to get at least 10 questions. And then yeah. Michelle, Michelle and I were down there at that point in time. It was early in, in, in college. And then we start doing that and playing that. And that used to be our shit during the quarantine. Word. Because like every I day would be okay. like, every day would be like a, a sports game or like it would be like some time to actually before COVID, we were like find ourselves like kind of getting home and getting settled around seven. And then just turn that shit on and just watching Alex and, you know, throw shade at X amount of his uh, X amount of his people. But I will say this on the other side, one of my good friends who remain nameless, um, but her first name is Michelle. Uh, <laughs> one of her best friends is dating Alex Trebek's son. And Jeez. I heard back in, I mean, from, from those sources that he was, you know, struggling from alcoholism and was like pretty nasty around the house. So I always had like a kind of like, you know, that celebrity that you had a bad experience with, but still love him type of relationship with Alex Trebek. So I was like, but when he, when he, when it happened, mm -hmm. I was, I mean, I'm still just like, like I haven't tweeted about it, but like, it's just like. Damn, like this was mm -hmm. like the next. We talked about Sean Connery Luke. No, this was like this was on, and it's not Chadwick Boseman level, but it was, mm -hmm. it felt it was up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it, it replaced my third. So, uh, Sean Connery, uh, like er, everybody actually, it don't replace my third. There's no white people in my top three, just to be clear. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll do top five. We'll, we'll do top five. <laughs> just name them and then, and then, because it that would been, be clear. But it's like Kobe. Number one, right? Chadwick, number two. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, little Richard. Did you know Little Richard died? Yes, I know Little Richard died that's, in 2020. Bruh, what? What? So that's my that's my top three. And then right there, Connery, he was fifth, right? He got bumped off for, for Alex. I don't even like 007. The game I was terrible at. I get the gold gun. And people just be killing me. That's fair. But, the, I mean, it's but it's, yeah. Though with it, yeah, but how's if and you don't like the game, like then the how old... is it, how how do you how is he in your mm -hmm. top five? Because man, Sean Connery, man, the the fifth the fifth place is always reserved for the most recent death. I mean, that's that's that's, I mean, yeah. Yep. I don't think that's I don't think that's bad. I was gonna say that 
uh, we had the same one, so this segment wasn't going to be as fun. But I pulled up, I pulled up uh, celebrity deaths in twenty twenty. Mm. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is a big one, but like you said, you said she, no. She she hired no black interns. Okay. Um, Naya Rivera, the oh. Glee star. Huh? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, honestly, well, I'm trying. I can't find. Start getting fuzzy. Eddie, really Eddie Van Halen. Um, yeah, see, yeah, got a big rock and roll. I'm sure rock and roll people. Sorry about y'all lost, man. It's probably people out there like don't care that Kobe died. No. Yes. No. Yes. No, because it's sports, and and Kobe touched everyone. But people, I, okay, there let are me, people who are not into sports. There are literally people where. Ginsburg died, and there's like a law office that just wheat wept, and Kobe died, and they just kept working. Oh, you know who people were put in there? Hmm. Like, we haven't, we found like, I don't want to say it, but Coons, Kunani's, not mentioning the 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 rappers that have passed. Oh. Pop Smoke, murdered, and then, like, obviously, this is going to be a big one for a lot of people, Juice World. Um, the new dude, uh, Vaughn, King Vaughn. King Vaughn, yep. Dang. There's gotta be, there's some more celebrities that, that pass this. Yeah. I mean, not celebrities, I'm trying to, I didn't think I mean, like, yeah. But anyways, no, top three, top three, I know we're, 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 and, we're and falling my, off. My, I think top three for me would definitely be Kobe Bryant. I said Bryant, I'm sorry. You said Bryant, I was like, Bryant. <gasps> Regis. Regis is dead. Regis You died. took a picture with Regis. Bro, you yes. like shook his hand and everything. Bro, you Regis, Regis died, bro. bro. That was big. I was thinking, I was like, there's definitely a white person in my top three. There's no question. <laughs> Regis. Regis, bro. Oh, how sad, bro. Oh man. They found who, who killed Jim Master J. This this uh, I remember seeing that this uh this decade or in twenty twenty but yeah no Kobe Bryant um Chadwick Boseman there's a different white I wanted to put up there because yeah. honestly like Alex Trebek might take the cake yeah man like no like that was, that's that's he gave us knowledge that's crazy he like he gave us he gave us this wisdom. <sighs> Uh, so, fun fact about Jeopardy. Um, I was watching Junior Jeopardy with Zoe. Ooh, right. I was yes. like, I was like, I'm gonna watch this yes. Junior Jeopardy, and I was like, so cocky about it. I was like, I'm gonna get all these questions. This is, right. This yeah. Is, I, I play with the adults. Like I when they the adult questions when they play the tournament of champions for colleges. Michelle and I feel like geniuses. We clear the board. <laughs> it's like if it like to college level students, we're like. That, 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 that. Uh, uh, ass. But anyways, continue. Junior I think it was, I, it was junior, though. I think it was yeah, like no, I'm saying, that's grade, it, that's even ninth grade, 10th grade, yeah. somewhere in between middle school and high school. And I was like, I'm about to get all of these right. And I did not. What? I did not. Did I you got, fare well at all? Yeah. Yeah, I did well enough to have Zoe like, oh, my daddy's smart. Oh, <laughs> oh my daddy know. My daddy know, know a whole bunch of stuff, you know. But other than that... It was very, it was I'm, very different. I'm peeking. I'm looking at this now. I feel like the levels are, are very high. I'm trying to. We got a mixer, y'all. So we're we're like 
all about getting the sound clear for you all, making sure that y'all can, you know, hear us properly and that y'all are. And welcome, welcome to the Spread Love Studios, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as you can see, coming live from the Spread Love Studios. You no, know, we got our whole little setup. It's a nice little thing. We got lights in here and stuff. So it's gonna, lights in here and stuff. It's gonna be really, it's gonna be really class. Okay, um, class. now let's segue to the best show on television. The best show on television, the most ratings. Everybody watches it. That's why the people that talk about this get so much money. The NFL. Now, there is a Monday Night Football game on between two very, very bad teams, the New York Jets and the New England Patriots, and it sucks that the Patriots are bad. Now, the Cam has, is the starting quarterback. Uh, Cam should have picked a different team if he wanted sympathy. Oh, you're, you're going you're gonna to hold. You're not going to let Cam flip you on the, nope. the stigma that the Patriots hold. Should have went somewhere else. I do not like the Patriots. I'm an avid I would say I would say his freeform dreads in that uniform has always looked just. It's looked off. It's, it's looked always off, looked. Right? It's always looked it's, off. It's the it's the creative player's default. It's the default. It's the you you created. Cam Newton is a creative player, yeah. and on his team, the default jersey they gave him was the Patriots, and it just was and you know. No, he he needs to be fly. He needs to like Carolina. He's he's dressed very. He's dressed to the nines at the beginning of every every game. I mean, every game he he comes looking very spiffy. Imagine the confidence level of a quarterback if he is dressed savvy, right? The jerseys, the things that you want to wear, need to also be fashionably made. And you're saying the Patriots jersey? I'm saying he'll do better. But the Patriots jersey is not a fashionably made jersey. No, it's just it's no, it's boring. It's 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 default. It's America default. What's the most exciting jersey in the NFL? Mm. I'm already gonna jump in, and I don't want to skew your votes, but I think the Seattle Seahawks. I was about to say the damn Seahawks. For real. I was about to say it out loud. With that my color, mouth. man. That color code. That green is something yeah. else, man. The green with the blue with the like. And then Marshawn made that. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's the true. Players that's true. That they have. I don't. Yeah, I don't want. I feel like because you wanted to say it too. Now I feel like it's basic, but it may just be. It is. It's a basic. No. Oh, oh I'm sorry. My Baltimore Ravens. Their jerseys are. I mean, now the traditional purple ones, but like when they go into black on black, black, like or like murder unis. Like that black on black is murder unis. That white black with the gold mm. trim, and it's just that that purple accent, mm-hmm. purple. Mm. Is is a color that represents royalty and loyalty, mm-hmm. family, a bond. Like yeah, I, I, that that purple that the Ravens jerseys are. Y'all cold. in the comment section, man. Y'all make sure y'all cold. y'all hit us up and let let us know which y'all favorite jersey. Like who y'all think is the most stylish yes. jersey in the league. We would love to know. Like we'll take a poll or something. We're gonna work on it. We'll, we'll you know what looks poll. good? Um, Brady's been looking good in that pewter. Just talk. Let's talk about that game specifically. I am I am floored. By, I used to think Brady was a good quarterback because of his team and his coach. Now you see that Brady's just a good quarterback, and you got him fucked up. But all. he gave he was trash last yesterday. Okay, thank you. This is he he this is the, the probably one of the lowest. I mean, they lost to the New Orleans Saints thirty eight to three. Sunday night football. It was a very weird, boring game because everyone was expecting it to be a, a one of fireworks. I mean, it's literally. The top two leading touchdown pass, like career record, like behind them is like 
Joe Namath and Joe Montana and Johnny Unitas, who's from Louisville, and like uh, Dan Marino. Mm-hmm. Like these are the people behind them, and it's literally they're neck and neck. Tom Brady and Drew Brees. Drew Brees stayed in front and continued to be in front. And I usually wouldn't even put them in the same category. I always think it's funny when people compare the two because Tom Brady's just such a beast when it comes to rings. But Drew Brees, and they're both, by the way, they're both like the two oldest of those on the people on the list. Like these are like like old players. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were in the they weren't the same draft cuz uh, Breeze was drafted before Brady, but still it came out of the Big 10. Drew Breeze a Purdue guy, Brady is as a is a Michigan dude. Like anyways, it was very You're very me all weird. all kinds of things that I did not know. But that's what that's what I'm saying though. But I'm saying the thing is it was very it's very weird to be in 2020 now, Sunday night football, huge game. And Brady literally lays an egg like that. He got Gronk back. This was Antonio Brown's first game back. Yeah, I remember. I remember seeing that. And there was it was it was for the Bucks, and he he looked like he was just been on the couch, obviously. Mm. But like he, he's living with Tom Brady. Tom Brady's trying to get his life right by like you know just kind of inundate him with you know good routines and things like that. Like Tom mm. Brady don't eat tomatoes, so like he's like trying to like like you know cleanse. But anyways, that was a, I mean, that was I a big game. I didn't eat tomatoes for a long time, but I wonder what his reason oh, is. Oh, inflammation. Oh. Tomatoes, uh, it's a lot of water. It retains, retains water and inflammation. Uh, well, you said you watched games. What games did you watch last night? Or yesterday? I watched the damn Steelers-Dallas game. Oh, oh my goodness. So if you all would like to get a door into this privy thing about our family, um, our family is literally a sea of Steelers. Um, and then like a blip of Dallas, small blip of Dallas, and and the rest is just categories. It's just random, it's completely random. I Do think, you know the history of this? Why there's so many Steelers fans around the country? No. Steelers, the you know they were actually like manufacturers of uh, rail workings, like roadways and different buildings and things like that, and. They were the best at it, so they kind of spread, like they sent all the people that were in Pittsburgh doing those things early on in America's history, whatever, you know, after obviously football games were played, and they went out and settled in all these different places around the country. So like Steelers fans are literally everywhere Hmm. because they're like started there and then I mean I could I could have messed up a lot well, of that. What is but, that what is what does that gotta do with our family? Ain't nobody from Pittsburgh. But I'm saying there's some somebody's from Louisville or even maybe even Uncle Schmidt in, in North Carolina. Like because mm. it is Ducky and all them that are huge Steelers fans. That's I try true. to tell That's Willie true. this because Willie got drafted to the Steelers the year after big uh uh Ben Roethlisberger was his, his sophomore season and uh and the bus, Jerome Bettis, mm-hmm. won in the Super Bowl in Detroit. Wow. 05. Wow. Willie got drafted to the Steelers that next year and still ended up winning the Super Bowl with them. That, that, remember that crazy uh, Arizona Cardinals game? Mm-hmm. Willie was on that team and wow. the Steelers team that uh, beat them. But anyway, so like obviously being with Willie and Willie like actually, like they he doesn't like Ravens fans. Like, like. Or doesn't like Raven. Like, he doesn't like, like that. that's a real rivalry. Oh. So, like, uh, yeah. But anyways, continue. The Steelers-Cowboys yeah, no, game. No, the Steelers-Cowboys game was, um, the Steelers-Cowboys game was quite amazing. First of all, um, how dare you give any type of hope to Dallas Cowboy fans um, during this season? Like, how dare you tease them with some type of progression after so much degression in the past 
season and more. Really, it's a, it's been a it's been a decline. Um, well, I would say Dallas was supposed was probably one of the favorites to do something, but then Dak Prescott's injury. Yeah, man, dang, man. And see, again, I, very much so a fan of Dak. If he goes somewhere else, then I'm. He, he probably will because he did not. I felt bad for him when the injury happened because he did not take a contract that he thought was beneath him. So he franchise tagged. So it was like X only like a certain amount of millions that he was making, but he was going to make his money this year. Mm-hmm. He was going to prove his worth through his play mm-hmm. this year and then get to the bag next year if it's he was terrible. either with the he, Dallas Cowboys or anybody himself. else. He already proved himself. But but he couldn't get the dollar amount that he wanted. He pray, he wanted to be in like the 40 million range and they were only they were only offering like 28 else. million you should have went somewhere else like bump at y'all He's a starting quarterback. success but anyways yes on, is, is contingent on me and my homie behind me running yeah. this ball but he was a third but he didn't make that much money because he was the third round draft pick because uh he had to he had to go in because tony romo got hurt uh, that's how that's how dex's whole career started but See, i'm trying to that gilbert yeah, so y'all just play but Steelers. let me talk to y'all real quick because Steelers fans shouldn't have no space to be happy or confident or boast or anything like that either because y'all were absolutely piss poor piss poor like y'all turned up in the fourth half like in the fourth quarter like that's when y'all started to look like actual Steelers. now i don't know if y'all thought it was about to be a cakewalk i didn't know if y'all thought homeboy um little white boy for for dallas uh, you thought he wasn't gonna run on y'all, like he wasn't gonna get his first downs and he like Gary that, Gilbert. Yeah, Gilbert. That 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 whole uh, what's the Notre Dame uh, oh. mighty mighty man, a little small. Oh, Jalen Smith. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Oh, the, fighting Irish. No, no. What's his name? He went to he's he, Rudy. Rudy. It, that Rudy syndrome, right? The quarterbacks get that Rudy in them, and then like you gotta you gotta bada bing bada boom. You know what I mean? Like you gotta lock that down, make him. Smash his confidence. Like, you are not. There ain't no Rudy going on, bro. You ain't getting no. Stop running. <laughs> Hit you a couple times. You feel me? Sit down. Who are you talking about specifically? Um, the defensive line for Pittsburgh. And uh, mm. also. Because my man. Oh, Tony Pollard? Yeah, like, bro. Number 20? Are, I, you talking about, are you talking about Ezekiel Elliott? I don't know names. but I, Are you talking, you talking about the running backs for whose team? Uh, defensive lineman is what I said. I know, but you said Steelers. Oh, you talking about T.J. Watt? Not his running back, his defensive line. I know. I said T.J. Watt is the defensive lineman for the Steelers. Not him, but the other guy on the other side that looked like Vez. <laughs> oh, Cam Hayward. Yeah. 97. Bros. He, I've seen him take over games. Like, I see him oh, not take a, over. A, but, no, he's know. a vet, bro. I wonder how long Cam, uh, Cam... I've seen him really do really nice things. And I don't know what was happening, but like... Anyway, came out, came out. and y'all, you know, I, I lose every game of Madden I've ever played, right? Oh, he's um, only 31. He's from I Pittsburgh. I quit football at a very young age. Like, I don't care. I'm not here for the uh, the physical uh, combativeness of football. I play soccer. I play soccer, right? Like, you want a shoulder? You want me to tap they, you, you probably, slide and kick you? you like, you told I'm for that. You told yourself, you told on yourself for that when you said the fourth half. You said they didn't turn up until the fourth half. That's an easy slip to have quarters. Mm, not when it comes to football. Slip. Not when it comes to football. That's, I did not tell on myself. I just told on myself, and it was honest in Okay, football. well, let's, I thank you for that segue, because I wouldn't, that was, uh, was that was that a CBS game? I thought it was like uh, the game of the day. Um, but anyways, that was a good one. So our homie Corey Peters, 
He hey. faced off against the Miami Dolphins. The he Corey Peters the from Louisville, Kentucky, went to Central High School. Uh, the homie uh, got traded a couple years back. More importantly, went to the Governor Scholar Program with me. Yes. That's where I met him. Like, yes, and that's smart, how the smart people school they send you to in high school. <laughs> it, I mean, it was a it was a summer program. We are all it was geniuses. a summer program for the smart people. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Summer program that was in state. People. It was in yes. Okay. In state. Just... Governors Scholars Program. Yes. So shouts out to Corey, very smart gentleman. He went to the University of Kentucky. Played there, was very mad at me when I didn't go there. We could have started one technique, three technique. Um, but hmm. anyway, so he's he went he was in a, for the Falcons, and now he's been with the Cardinals for a couple of years. Got contract extended last season. Uh, one of the four captains on the team. Dope. So um, they played against the Miami Dolphins. No, uh, very very close game. The Cardinals are like one of the best team. They're they were a joke a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and now Kyler Murray has made them. And I don't believe in little quarterbacks. Yeah. I'm just like a heightist when it comes to the quarterback position. Should be. I don't know. Now the the you shouldn't be. The, how when I base when I base that take the NFL isn't the spread out throw outside the pocket game that it is now, mm. but still Lamar Jackson's height is more comfortable than Tua's height mm. or. Kyler Murray's height. So I thought this game was the the battle of the short quarterbacks, Hilarious. short fast quarterbacks, uh, fresh out of high school or college. Um, Tua got Tua got a win. It was thirty four mm. over thirty one. Miami Dolphins. Joy Taylor's uh, favorite team. Uh, Jason Taylor, obviously her brother, played yeah. there for a very long time. Yeah. Um, Jason play, Jason Taylor was one of your favorite. Was, was one of your favorite reason, reason why we're ninety nine. Dude's name. Reason why we're ninety nine. And honestly, and I have not. Complained to Joy enough that I'm fr- her brother and my yeah yeah I haven't met him and he's like yeah, well, he's like one of my heroes that's, that's, that's like some and real... then through serendipitously me and his little sister yeah, no, that's petty. Did, like you know homies nah, and then that's, that's, that's had a, a podcast gift. together I mean she 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 she, seen, she, she started knows. me she started me in my career so um, yeah so shouts out to Joy Taylor so anyways uh, and then up. we go we keep moving on the Bills beat the Seahawks Josh Allen is. Very, very good. Uh, he's the quarterback there. He's, he's The Bills are, like, actually a, a contender. And now that the Patriots are so bad, the Bills might end up winning the AFC East. Uh, moving along, the, the Lions lost again to the to the, to the the Vikings. Uh, Patrick Mahomes actually had a very close game against Teddy Bridgewater's are we uh, done Carolina being Panthers. I know you're a Ravens fan. I've always been a default Detroit fan. Yeah, yeah. Can I, can, I, can I switch teams? Like, when can I switch teams? When can Detroit fans – because I want – I'm sorry – Sorry, Detroit. Uh, like I used to really love the Pistons. I used to really love Lance, the Lions. I realized Red Wings. I realized that I was always a Lakers fan because the pit that Pistons team made me a Pistons fan because we was in Detroit right. during that run, mm-hmm. the 2005 championship mm-hmm. when there was a team: Tayshawn Prince, Ooh. Rip Hamilton. Uh, ben Wallace, Rasheed Phillips. Wallace, and uh, Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups, Big Shot Billups, and then off the bench was Antonio McDice or Lindsey Hunter. Come like on. it was, and it was Darko Milicek was fresh, and he did not play. He's had frosted tips, looking like a boy band member on the sideline. But they took care of a dysfunctional, dysfunctional Lakers team. And Shaq's my favorite basketball player ever. I think he's the greatest basketball player ever. So. The lake that so it's funny you bring that up because I still try to root for the Pistons, 
like in the back of my head, but then I'm like, Ugh. like I feel nasty. Like it's, I feel better continuing to make fun of them, like for what they do. <laughs> That's petty. You know what I mean? Like I do, oh. I do feel better because, oh. uh, like, they're just—I mean, it's just like Pat, Matt, Pat, Matt, Patricia, Matt, Patricia. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a bad hire. I think, I think all these Belichick coaching line hires are are, are rusty at best. There's no one that's really proven themselves. Actually, ironically enough, the black dude in Miami. Uh, Flores, Brian Flores, mm-hmm. he came from uh, Patriots and he's turning their team around. So shouts out to him. But anyways, it's just it's easier for me to shit on Detroit. Because um, <laughs> so when well, sports Detroit. teams, sports teams, because yeah, sports teams, because because MLB even always. so baseball is such a big sport, right? Mm-hmm. I was following the year that I was like, because I've been. We've been to Comerica Park more mm-hmm. than any other baseball that stadium easily, yep. right? Like I, I was talking to jo- Jordan, our um, our god, my god brother, our god brother, uh, who's working for the Dodgers, and they oh. won they just won the World Series, and I was texting him, telling him I was like, Dodger Stadium. Jordan is works for the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, Jordan worked for the Dodgers. But anyways, so I told dope. him, yeah, that's really dope. Um, I told him that that's the only stadium I've been in more than the Comerica Park Stadium, mm-hmm. right? So I was like following baseball when they got Prince Fielder. And they got Prince Fielder from the Brewers, uh, Milwaukee Brewers, and they got swept in the World Series that year that I was following them. And I was like, no, no, no thank, you. Well, thank you. I'll take the pinstripes, I'll take the tiger, I'll, I'll rock the hats, but like, I no, no, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you, Detroit sports teams. Yeah. No, thank you. So, um, Ravens beat the Colts. That was, I mean, it was, it was, you know, it, it happened. Uh, right. So yeah, so that was that. That's the greatest show on earth. That's why? The, that's why? The, why? The, why do you say it's the best show on television? Um, it gets the best ratings. It's, mm. It is the most. And I mean, you got to think about the contracts that come from it. Like based on the people who are providing content for the show, it would be like if there was a movie star. It would be like if Marvels only came on, like the Marvel superhero movies only came on X amount of months during the year and only on Sunday. And it was just playing all day. Because, mm. like, that's how much money these players are getting paid. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, like, the paycheck. The, 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 pr- the proof is in the paychecks. Yeah, you said it's a zoo? Yeah, where, like, they're exploiting the exotic nature of uh, the, the, you know, the, the content of the zoo. And then uh, selling... You know, are you saying football players are monkeying around out there? No, that would be racist, and yep. I would never say that. I would say that they're getting paid peanuts. <laughs> I'd say they're elephants. They know they're getting. And the, they're the, it's not. It's not peanuts. Ancient creatures. Because life is things that people cannot do, and they're getting. It is peanuts. It is peanuts. Because if it, if it wasn't peanuts, Brandon, out of all the time we've had the NFL, wouldn't we see significantly more black millionaires? Right? Is everybody who have made their millions and their money from the NFL, did they not invest? Like, what is it? What has kept the black constituent of football players that are no longer in the league, right? Other than like financial uh, misjudgment. I think, yeah, I was going to say, you have to understand the NFL is fucked up. Because if you talk about how many, let's call, let's call $30 million salary or whatever it's hard to, it's hard to do it like this but all the whatever their annual salary is mm-hmm. they get paid that in 12 paychecks 
only, or not, no, whatever long football season is. Mm-hmm. So every 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 Tuesday, mm-hmm. those millions of dollars get broke up into those little paychecks. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of people, that's very hard to manage that amount of money all mm-hmm. at once because you, it it feels like it's an ever flowing stream. And I guess there's but the last time you get last, yeah, not even, not only live high, is take care of your family. Right. So like, and you know how. MCM. Now you I mean, you can know how much how how little a million dollar is like how how less of amount that is yeah you yeah, know especially for definitely. especially for people but even to make more it reason why there. I say there is peanuts that they're getting paid right like yeah. like that's that's why I, know I, I talk say. myself into but but I, I'm I'm defending I'm defending the no the system is fucked up okay. any <laughs> any NFL player will probably tell you that too but right. like you know what I'm saying they get they get a chance to play they a game that they love right 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 get, they get to do something know, they love take care of their and also just and, like, and find a purpose because like yeah. uh, all these cats they have jobs in you know their sports is a job after a job like and this right. was one of those pipelines that if you get in then you're in in and as long as you own Delante West yourself, you you pretty good. Shit, even if you Delante West yourself, you pre- seem to be good. Mark no. Cuban picked him. Mark Cuban found dude. You see this? Mark Cuban picked him up at a gas station, got put him back on his feet, like like counseling job, moved him in, like all types good. of stuff. I haven't had an update I like yet, Cuban. but um, no, that's good. I, I was because what I was thinking of was like the third instance of the same Delante West report, but I think it was after that that. Mark Cuban, because I, I, I just got tired of the, or yeah. not tired, but it's, it's a sad storyline. I keep, story, people, yeah, keep yeah, making yeah. fun of Delonte West, mm-hmm. who I respect for dating LeBron's mom. No, you wife. respect? Look, he's only in the situation he's in because he crossed that line. Like, if he did not cross that line, he would be on the Lakers <laughs> oh, right now gosh. winning the ship on the bench yeah, with, whatever, with, with LeBron. With, with, J, with, JR, with J.R. Smith. With J.R. Smith and everybody else. Uh Dante Waiters and... Uh, Come chill on the bench and I got us, bro. Yeah. I got us. You fucked my mama? It was wild. What? It was wild. And it was like... Yeah, that was wild. You, you, he, let, he me, let me segue, and I, I wanted to put okay. a timer on for these conversations, not for one that people know about, but for us in general, but since we didn't for the rest of the topics... Could you imagine going to an a interview and they say, I'm Delonte West, and they'd be like, bro... You you the one that fuck LeBron's mom, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to get past that. I'm just trying to get a job. No, man, we can't hire you, bro. That's that's untrustworthy as fuck. You you shouldn't even put in that application. Untrustworthy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I am setting a clock so we can talk about Dave Chappelle on SNL. Okay. Um. He hosted SNL. I don't even remember this because it felt so long ago. But he hosted SNL. He hosted it recently. He did do it, but I mean, 2016 after Trump got elected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah, gave yeah. a monologue then at that point in time when mm-hmm. the Americas seen the need, whatever they got at that point in time, and that's why I thought it was great that he brought up the fact that there is a whole other side of the country, 67 million people who are feeling bad right now, the way we were feeling bad when he got elected, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That aside, Dave Chappelle has yet to let us down as much as he has let down so many people that think that they lean on him White for his people. creation. I did not say that, but you did, and mm-hmm. I'm glad you did because that's what I was alluding to. Um, because he is showing us how to survive out here. Mm-hmm. He's, he's being a beacon of light. He's walking a walk that's very specific mm-hmm. and letting us know as individuals, as creators, as people who want to see us get into 
some type of lane that he has been in and find success in that lane, mm-hmm. how to maneuver. And there's certain things that you just can't stand for. No. And and that's that was that time in Africa that white people love to make fun of him for and that uh, I think others just kind of understand and get. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's easy to... It makes sense to get ghost when you're being manipulated and 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 whatever whatever he felt that made him make that decision. Mm-hmm. So back to Dave Chappelle, Dave SNL. Chappelle, hey, so and I want to speak to that real quick. The well, not to that. I'm coming back to that. That's that's so right. Um, but about the we can empathize with the 67 million that voted for Trump because we mm-hmm. were them in 2016 i saw somebody's tweet that said um right now is everybody who voted for biden needs to reach out to somebody they they know voted for trump and um let them know that they feel their pain and they should talk and find one issue that they agree on he said that's that's somebody's responsibility mark um lamont hill he retweeted and said she and I retweeted him. That that yeah. is my sentiment on yes. that that um, that sentiment. So. Um, yeah. But um, like I, I I called Justin to laugh. I didn't. You I, called Justin to laugh. I called Justin to laugh. That is, I'm I I'm glad. You Biden speak, won. Speaking about speaking about that because one the night of the election. No, but the night of the election, mm-hmm. Justin did hit us both on some like y'all see this y'all see what's happening mm-hmm. when it was like yeah the, the mail in votes haven't been yeah. All the Republican numbers. I had been clearing my throat, drinking tea with like honey, and just you know doing throat exercises. Uh, Pause, no pause. Stop calling stuff gay. It's not gay, right? So I was doing throat exercises so that I could clearly deliver a laugh to my conservative homies' ear. You know what I mean? Uh, But it wasn't long. It was it was a little. It was short. It wasn't obnoxious or anything like that. Um, But Dave Chappelle, right? Also not being obnoxious. I think a lot of reviews he had um, were bad or some reviews that reviewed the SNL. Um, he took some thing. chances. Like he, uh, he he brought up the fact that one of the lead scientists was a female next to Trump as he was freestyling what solutions. He was like, you want me to put sunlight directly into my body? <laughs> He's like, and she said, the, and the, the, he said the little white lady was next to her just nodding along like, oh, this, this might work. And he was like, I, I just, I, was, I looked and I said, that's why they get paid half. <laughs> so a woman, a joke about women in the workplace, which is difficult. And he had to, he stopped and he was like, Lauren, I thought we were at a comedy club. And I, Michelle watched and she was like, I mean, it was a funny joke, but yeah, like it's, it, it's almost, and speaking of him being a beacon of light, it's a reminder for us yeah. to like continue to push, push the that, boundaries yeah, push and the like, boundary, yeah. like even the things that we know are going to be like going to disappoint somebody else. You got to make them else feel better by laughing. One of the best things he said was, "Think about he's like think about the position I'm in. I can only tell the truth if there's a punchline behind it." Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So like that's kind of where we're at. Like and I think that's the art of sugar comedy. and sweet, the med, uh, medicine, yeah. sugar with the medicine type shit. That's the true art of comedy too. Like. The, it, it gives you that feeling of like, should I be offended or shouldn't I be offended? And in that thought, you clarify for yourself what you're cool with and what you're not cool right. with, right? What you're gonna so right. next time yeah. you're going to listen to that joke and be okay, or you're going to be like, oh my God. But y'all, Dave Chappelle, he's the most, he is the most human. He, he is the most mm. human celebrity. He is the most human celebrity that you like could that. find right now. Like big name, A-list, 
celebrity that is the most human, the most, the, the infallible, like fallible to the point where he's infallible. Like we understand that you're human. We understand you're going to fail. Right. And you're going to have these misgivings. And yeah. like, like we'll, we've seen we'll, you with the proverbial booger on your nose and, and out in public. But when it's time for him to go, it's just so, it's just so on point. And I actually love that he took the time to talk about the fact that Chappelle shows on Netflix and a lot of people are probably so happy about it. But he said, I didn't get him paid for none of that. He, he said, I ain't he, getting paid for none of that. He didn't selfishly call for a boycott, right? He didn't selfishly say, y'all shouldn't watch those things, even though I believe that you shouldn't watch it. I, I, I felt like that was him saying, hey, y'all, I'm not getting paid for these things. So if you know me or if you like me, you know, probably don't watch them or consume them there. Nope. You know what I mean? And you shouldn't. You shouldn't. I, I haven't watched that. I've been watching yeah, the Boondocks. I've been watching Boondocks. Um, but look. Boondocks is great. And it's coming back. Yeah, it's going, but money going in. Anyway, um, that if you like Dave, if you like Dave Chappelle, watch his Letterman, his Letterman interview. Yes, I oh really watch it. my goodness, just c'est magnifique. Like he was the only comedian. I don't know if he was around at that point in time because when I, I was, I worked at the Late Show with David Letterman as a page the last year of the show's existence, and everyone came through. Everyone had a, a moment in time, and everyone had their last sit down with Dave. Ironically enough, when mom came up to New York for the first time and Michelle was waiting for her ticket, I had like X amount of tickets I could give, I wanted to, and Michelle was waiting for my mom to come. When she booked the ticket, Will Ferrell was supposed to be the guest that, 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 that Monday, no. right? And I found out when she got here or when she was on the way and I kept a secret that Obama was going to be her day. So... And she screamed in the in the Newark airport when I when we told her, and it was just a really really cool moment to like my mom and she sat like she sat wow. right and right in a perfect position like got seated before anyone else was in the theater and it was for Obama. I would love I would love to have been there to get mom's reaction on that. Man, she I, fell down the subway steps a little later on that night. Um, is that does that correlate with each other? No, it's just you know she's she's clumsy. Oh, okay. She is clumsy. I know. You said y'all love to get her reaction. I don't know. Obama, look at her. She was just love drunk the whole fucking time. Like she left the studio. It was like it was like man, prayer works. Um, but anyway, for I was saying I just brought that up to say Dave Chappelle wasn't. He wasn't. He didn't do a last round with um, with Letterman. I guess because he probably I don't know if he ever. He's just a different comedian. I probably he probably didn't even like do the late night scene to push things that way. I mean, isn't that around the time he? Took his trip to Africa? I mean, he. I don't think he was around. I, I think you at that point in time, you knew he was back in Ohio. Mm. Like, you knew he had, you had heard. Like, you those heard pictures, pictures were circulating around with him big as hell in, in tank tops yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Like, that. it was at oh, that wow. point in time. Did you see the, um, people say, a part of the joke where he was like, the kid, the guy in the grocery store is on TV. It's like, no, the guy on TV is in the grocery store. <laughs> Bro, that took me so long <laughs> to get. I, Mm. I literally I watched it live. I was like I up late that night, I and I was instantly. and I was looking. And I was just like, I was like, right, because it did come on late. And I was like, game. oh, because it was after the Notre Dame Clemson yeah, game, which we covered. Um, I think we can we can do a lot more. Uh, give me give me two more minutes on on, on Dave Chappelle. What do you, what, what do you think? About What's him? the timer say? Well, we we're we going on nine minutes on the beat. And I wanted to for fucking Dave Chappelle for the Dave Chappelle topic, but I wanted oh, to close close like ev- eventually. Uh, Michelle said, 
Pizza Hut's on the on its way, and she was worrying about if she would take Carter for a nap. We got I got life to live, but uh, I wanted to. Pizza. Yeah. You're so nice. I know our wives. Our wives. Our wives. Our wives. Y'all know how big of a deal that is for for Lance to have said that, but I think we're gonna we're come gonna back talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. So sure enough. Yes. And on that day when we talk about monogamy versus polyamory versus polyandry versus all the anuries and enemies, boy, I tell you, yeah. but. And enemies. Um, and animus. Have you had one? I have not had anything done to my butt. But you've gotten... I've never had anything done. I've had it. I've had it. <laughs> Why are you about to repeat it like that? I'm just going to say you had some. You had some. All right, good, nigga. Uh, all right. All right. No, no. <laughs> Something done. I had a I had a uh, checkup one time. That's uh, uncomfortable. I don't even know. You're just too vague. Uh, all right, T's and P's. Tell the world. T's and P's. No, I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't. Hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids. No. <laughs> Comment with your hemorrhoid questions. We're gonna get so deep in here. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. A, Dirty topic. Okay, well, like I said, we'll get back to Dave Chappelle because you know we love him in real life. So we're gonna in real, uh, real life. So we're gonna you know have any excuse Dave to talk about. Him. Oh, I need to. I sure. Oh yeah, I like that. There's a flip on uh, Toby's Miss Badu. Told me I'm dope. Actually, um, it's the second verse. He says Miss Badu in the oh, first that is true. hook, and then the second. I was hook thinking. Dave I'm honestly kind of tell you why I thought that hmm. Jaguar Wright hmm. is a backup singer who's accused like. Common and some other people for sexual molestation stuff like she was around the scene like back in the day during Biggie and Pac days. So she was on a podcast that she was talking about uh, how Erica Badu has has a stranglehold on neo soul scene in Texas. How like she's not letting she's not fostering new talent and she's like kind of holding people down. And she just went on this rant about Eric Badu. It's like very passionate. And then somebody was like, "Well, you like Toby and them in in, in Houston? Oh, he's doing his thing." But he had that song where he, uh, what is it? Demi got it, uh, Eric Badu, and that bitch. And I was so I so I can't. I haven't heard the song recently enough, it's and amazing. that was more in my mind. It's so a I was great thinking, song. <laughs> and I don't know who this person is. Um, she's mad. She's very mad. She's mad. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a Baduite, so I don't... Yeah, I don't. No, but that's true. I mean, we don't... That's. Can you imagine if Dallas, Texas produced her in whatever year she came out, there had to have been some more. Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, you know... I mean, That's weak. No, Drake, I don't Drake, Drake Foster's Young Talent. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't, oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, if... The, like think about the people who put on people. The fact that she hasn't put anybody on. She like, put on Jill man. Scott. She put on um, Angie Stone. And, I, and, on. and how Jill Scott and Eric Badu's relationship right now? Good. It's good. You do know that? Yes, they did a versus, didn't they? I'm sure they had all kinds of shade. And they, I don't. I don't know if that's the case. You don't. It's not the case, Brandon. They had a versus. They're good friends. They're good friends. Look at me like speculating on Texas Neo Soul. Right, right. <laughs> okay, T's and P's. Thoughts and prayers. So we're going to close out the uh, podcast with thoughts and prayers. Uh, thoughts and prayers to the Notre Dame students that were uh, sharing COVID stuff at the Super Spreader event. Um, that seems like, you know, kind of like, oh, tongue in cheek because the next one is real. Thoughts and prayers to my father-in-law, Michelle's dad. He is uh, in the hospital right now uh, getting his heart looked at. And we are, my thoughts and prayers are actually to him and hope that he's doing well and is going to, yeah, just uh, yeah. be fine and fight through stuff. But, um, 
Thoughts and prayers. And Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers to uh, all the people that continue to try to educate via Zoom during this time period, and the parents that have to deal with with children. Lance, you have four. Uh, yeah, so thoughts and prayers to them. Uh, who you want to tease and peace up? Put me, put me on front street. No, <laughs> I do have four children. <laughs> so what? Um, no, 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 no. I thought the thoughts and prayers were a comedy bit. So all no, my it's it's, and prayers, it's all those things are all. The, 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 no, it's all. It's all Michelle's daddy to be okay. Yeah, That's some real thoughts and prayers. Like I'm, I'm not. Down, good. I'm I will follow that with some. But I think shit. I think it's all it's it's just okay. all a mix. It's all a mix. Okay. Well, um, thoughts and prayers to the people who were giving thoughts and prayers to the ballot outside the ballot counting stations. Um, I doubt that you're blessing will come and you should probably like reevaluate your faith or what side of your faith you're on if god blesses one not the other thoughts and prayers um to the people dying in the city y'all louisville kentucky um you know we are a city right and we have close to if not more than a million people um but there are violence happening in certain areas and we know that these areas um, the violence happens because they have been redlined, because they have been kind of neglected over the decades. Um, so people are dying in these neighborhoods. And I know a lot of my friends, a lot of the people I follow are really upset. I'm not going to get into RIPs, but, you know, thoughts and prayers to everybody out there in Louisville that lost somebody um, to COVID or gun violence, either one. And then uh, final thoughts and prayers. Um, Thoughts and prayers to this manifestation that me and my brother are taking on. Thoughts and prayers to like this whole uh, teamwork. This is a good segue because I was going to specifically thoughts and prayers our fans because right now there are friends and family members who are very excited for us to be collaborating. You want to call them fans though? Friends and family. Friends and FNFs. Thank you and thank you to our FNFs, man. P's and P's to our FNFs. We'll see y'all next week. No, this track is gonna play now. Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. The track's gonna play. You can play it. You can play it on the thing. You can play it in in second. Yeah, I'm, I know it's it's in, lit, like in editing. Yes. Yeah, play. Doom, 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 do